What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. In today's video, we got a reaction. Yes. Three or so days ago, Alan Parr made a video where he was calling out a very popular Bethel worship song. We watched the video because I got to admit, you know, when Alan Parr makes a video, he's he's like clever with how he titles it. So <laughs> I didn't know. You caught on very quickly. I didn't even have to watch the video to know what song he was talking about. Paul was like, they left. He left Don't tell them. Hate. Don't tell them. I won't. We, we got to keep them waiting for a minute, for <laughs> a little bit. I wasn't sure. So I was like, all right, click. What song is Alan Parr calling out? And he, he was calling out the theological, the doctrinal issues within this song. I watched the video and immediately I thought to myself, huh, Alan brings up some good points, but I don't necessarily agree with all of his points. I brought it up to Morgan and said, what if we just reacted to this? We love Alan Parr, a brother in Christ. And I think these good, healthy debates on maybe doctrinal issues, popular worship songs, I think they're a lot of fun. Agreed. You know, who says we have to go super <laughs> deep to have a good time and talk about stuff that is people enjoy hearing and discussing, debating? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, well, first of all, before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Yeah. We make videos on culture, social issues, and the church there it is. <laughs> from a Christian perspective to help you have hope. And be free. And big shout out to our patrons for supporting what we're doing on this channel. Become a patron, guys. We do patron-only Zoom calls. We do patron-only uh, podcasts. And other stuff. <laughs> and other things. And other stuff. That we have a Discord for our patrons where it's like just their own private little community where I'll jump in here and there and they just have really fun and good and beneficial conversations. Yeah, so. it's a great way to go deeper with us, but also just go deeper with a community that uh, is centered around Christ and loving God. Yeah. Yes. Just a cool family. Cool family. All right. Should we show them the thumbnail? Yeah, pull it up. And we'll see if they can guess the song from the thumbnail. That's a great idea. Because that's it. what I did. I guessed the song immediately from the thumbnail. Paul, on the other hand, did not. It, you guys may have already <laughs> seen Alan's video. Make that a little bigger. But if you haven't, yeah, let's let's do some guesses. What Bethel song is Alan about to call out? <sighs> All right, Kat Martinez says the song is Champion by Bethel. Rima says Champion. Octavia B, Champion. They are, I mean, you do not get anything past these guys. <laughs> but this guy, on the other hand. <laughs> okay, a trophy. I'm By a trophy. Immediately, Champion. Duh. Yeah, well, <laughs> you are the champion. You won the trophy. It's not that obvious to some. <laughs> um, it looks like every single person has got it correct, <laughs> except because, well, all right. all right, the song champion. So Morgan, you are my champion. the funny thing is you guys, as we get into this, <laughs> it was probably a year and a half ago now, maybe even a little longer that we were at a worship night and we, mm -hmm. Morgan was leading. I was up on stage singing. There were a few others up there and we sang this song and it was a really cool moment. It was a cool worship experience to this song, but we're going to bring up Alan's concerns. Was it? That song was pretty rough. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm thinking back. I got that wasn't the song that okay, was Okay, well, really there was too great. It's, it, the way it was, the, 
performed. It was, let's just say there was a struggle in figuring out like the beat of the song. Performance wise, there was some hiccups. <laughs> yeah. All right. But Morgan, um, so you guys already saw the thumbnail. Let's just go ahead and play the first clip and then we're going to start discussing. We have a, a handful of clips from Alan. We're going to play from his direct video and discuss. Let's do it. Because many of us as Christians, we get so caught up in the emotion. We get so caught up in the moment. We get so caught up by how this song makes us feel that we are willing to give this song a pass on its theological accuracy because this song makes me feel closer to God. It makes me feel warm and fuzzies. It makes me feel it makes you what, Alan? Tell me. We got the, we got the idea. Guys, I will. I forgot to link it before this. I will link his full video below. And yeah, um, that is kind of early in his video. He has not said the song that he's about to call out yet, but he's just making the point there, as you guys heard. What, what was his point? That there's just so many songs out there in Christian culture and worship that are so emotionally driven that are so, and not even necessarily the song is, but the way they perform it, they have a build up oh, yeah. and a plum. instrumental. <laughs> yeah. And so it just like really stirs your emotions up. And so a lot of people aren't really even worried or thinking about this, the words that they're singing because they're just like, this feels yeah. so great. And so to just kick things off, Alan Parr, big, one of the biggest Christian YouTube channels, leans more on the, like if we were to do a spectrum of hyper charismatic Pentecostal over here and hyper reformed, getting into maybe Presbyterian doctrine, he's more on this side, I think is safe to say more on this side he might say oh no I'm, I'm right in the middle fair enough we, we have a <laughs> lot of respect for alan i agree with a lot of th the stances he takes I, I would put him maybe more into the reform side yes I, just from my observations um so i agree with that point agree with what morgan's saying it almost feels like and i would say i was in this boat up until not too long ago the doctrine behind the song and he's alan says this he says you know, we are so quick to say, well, not everybody, unfortunately, but a lot of us would say when it comes to the preaching and the messages, we want, we expect, we're paying attention to good doctrine, but when it comes to worship music, how does it make us feel? Mm -hmm. Do we have an experience with God through that song? That's good enough. The lyrics, the theology, the message is secondary. He's actually saying it may be more important, the theology coming out of our worship music, mm -hmm. even than the message because of how powerful music is. Yep. And it's it really is what you carry on with you throughout the day afterwards. You're humming the songs, you're singing them in the car, on the way home, like it, it follows you. So to know that you're singing doctrinally sound songs is really important. It is. Um, but I, I fell in the camp where it was like, if I felt, and I think that's where the word anointing kind of is thrown around a little too much. If the song made me feel like I was having an encounter with God and my emotions were stirred and I had just that like, oh, this is awesome. Words were secondary. Yeah. And so I agree with Alan there. I would also say there's a lot of just kind of, I wouldn't even say like doctrinally awful songs, but a lot of fluff out there. And so you guys have heard, we've been making videos more on 
our worship journey. Uh, and we will link those below as well because we made videos in the last several weeks. But we're just becoming more sensitive and more, uh, I think, intentional about, okay, these songs might not be doctrinal disasters, but it's a lot of fluffy, kind of us-centered, kind of like, what are we really even singing, but it makes us feel good? Mm -hmm. Let's actually focus on some solid songs, some solid worship. Let's go ahead and play the next clip, Morgan, clip number two. All right. And then, once again, I am who I say I am. Now, this is where the problem starts right here. Right here. All right. It says this. When I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Wait, wait, wait. When I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. What walls are we talking about? Right. So now we have the power to shout or lift our voice. And all of a sudden, whenever we do that, we have the power to make walls fall. OK, but then it gets worse. Then it gets worse. So he's about to give <laughs> us the worst. I Just for full transparency, up to that clip, he's actually been saying that this song. Good. Yeah, was doctrinally solid. He was pumped up for it. Mm -hmm. And to give it a little more background, Alan was saying he went to like a worship event or a worship it was a conference. It was, he was a, conference. At a church conference, yeah. Thank you. And he was saying that it was a really special worship time, and there was lots of genuine, heartfelt, emotional worship going on around him. And he was invested. And then they got to this song, and specifically got to the bridge, which is what he's about to address, where the problems begin, where he already started addressing it. And that was when it really was like stuff, the problem started. But yeah. So, well, I just want to talk specifically on the, the verse or few lines that he just read. Yeah. I, I got the lyrics right here if you need to. Okay. Yeah. I immediately think, you know, when I lift up my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. I, I have, have the authority. Jesus has given me. You know, he does agree in his video that, like, yes, okay, we have been given some authority. That's true. But this whole, he doesn't like this whole concept of, like, when we lift our voice, walls come crashing down, things come crashing down. And to me, I kind of disagree on that because... Oh, here we go. You know, I think about when Jesus says, like, if you tell this mountain to jump into the ocean, it'll do that, like... There's some controversy exactly like around that. just the interpretation of that verse, but you're right. Like, that's yeah. quoting Jesus. I mean, and, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of other verses, but I just think in my own walk specifically, I struggled heavily with depression and all kinds of crap. And something that really, like, helped me truly be set free of my depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts was, like... I would audibly say no, like out loud, like no, these thoughts in my head must go right now in the name of Jesus. And like it genuinely did help. I Hi, this is Steve Martin. In my new book, Retaliation of the Cursed, I show how the early Hindu gods were based on actual historical people and how their myths had a common origin with other myths from all over the world and how they even worshipped the biblical Abraham and still worshipped the early Akkadian emperor Niram Sin. Yet today, they don't know that these early deities were really mortal men. Don't miss this opportunity 
opportunity to connect with them through a deeper understanding of their religion's early connection to your own religion. Find my book at retaliationofthecursed.com or many online bookstores. That is retaliationofthecursed. I do feel like the Holy Spirit was moving in me that I had that authority to say no. Like... And it was an audible voice. It wasn't just me in my head saying this. Like Ooh. I said it out loud and they left. So I don't know. That's, that's just good. a personal experience. Morgan, I'm glad you shared that. I, I think that's something special to bring in because l- let's play the next clip where we hear him kind of double down because he, what did he just say at the end of that one? Like here's where it's about to get worse. worse. So let's hear kind of the, yeah, him put these two pieces together and then we'll share more. Okay. It says, I have the authority Jesus has given me. Okay, I'm good with that. Christians, we do have a certain level of authority. I got that. Okay, I'm good with that. Now let's keep going. When I open my mouth, miracles start breaking out. Stop, stop, stop. When I heard these lyrics being sung in this particular conference, it says here, when I open my mouth, miracles start breaking out. You see, This is the problem with some of the music today. It is promoting a man-centered gospel. It is slowly trying to slide in there this little God's theology, this word faith theology that says that, you know what? Because God created the world in seven days and he created it using his words. And if we are created in the image of God, then therefore we also have the power to create things with our words. We're also able to speak things into existence. And so because God is able to open his mouth and he is able to perform miracles, then therefore we have the same authority because Jesus gave us the authority. And therefore, whenever I open my mouth, miracles can happen. When I heard these lyrics, I stopped in my tracks and worship God was, well, I still tried to continue to worship, but the experience was just messed up for me. And I was shocked when I looked around and I saw that other Christians were okay singing this song that is clearly theologically inaccurate. So he's coming down pretty hard. Yeah. I get what he's saying. And I see that he's trying to caution us about the little God kind of, theology that's slipping into churches and even like new agey theology sure. that's or beliefs that are slipping into a lot of churches these days where it's like I you, declare yeah and they're like literally God declared something into being so I have that power too yeah. I declare this I bind this I blah blah, blah and it's getting taken overboard yeah. going overboard getting taken out of context perhaps yes. or I've spoken I'm speaking out my financial freedom and that's therefore it's gonna happen and it's like no stop that's not biblical so I totally get him wanting to warn about that but I don't I personally don't think that you know because he's saying like okay they're saying when I open up my mouth when I do this but it says the authority with the authority that Jesus Jesus has given me me, like it's not them being like it's all me yeah just like for me when I was speaking out against these dark thoughts in my mind like it, it wasn't the power in me it was the power from the Holy Spirit that dwells within me and Morgan I want to get to what you're saying right now after we play his final clip, but I love what you're saying. And you, I mean, you are saying what my like pushback on Alan, you are articulating that well. I think this is a good conversation because you could maybe hear Alan, who's a strong Christian Bible teacher, one of the biggest YouTube channels, and then almost get into this mindset of like, 
oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. This song said this. I'm not totally sure. Do I need to write it off? And I do think we should be more careful as Morgan and I have shared on our journey. We're be, being more careful with the worship that we listen to regularly. Mm-hmm. But I would agree with Morgan in that I feel personally like Alan is treating this as a little bit too much of a black and white issue saying, all right, this song, because of this bridge in the song Champion by Bethel, this song should be written off. And, uh, you know, let me just look back at Alan's, the the title that he made his video. He titled it, (laughs) um, this Bethel worship song should be avoided by, should be avoided by all Christians, worship leaders, and pastors. Actually, it cut off, but I think that was the title. Mm -hmm. And so that's just a pretty black and white thing. And one thing to agree with what you're saying, and I actually called someone close to me and just got their perspective on it. And I thought they brought up a great point. A lot of this, when it comes, say like, I go to worship to this song. A lot of it is based off of the worshiper's experience and where they are sitting, maybe doctrinally. So if someone is worshiping to this song that is sitting in a very hyper charismatic or word of faith name it and claim it type of church, then they might be singing this song saying, uh, when I open up my mouth, what was the first like part of that? Walls come breaking down. Walls come crashing down. They might be thinking, yeah, uh, I literally, like Jesus spoke the world into being so I can speak whatever I want to come to pass. And that's that's problematic. That Mm -hmm. is problematic. But if I now you know, being in a more, what I am considered, considering a, a balanced camp, or maybe, maybe Alan, well, I won't use Alan as an example here, but maybe someone who is in a more reformed camp or whoever, and they're singing this song like Morgan just described, where it's like, when I open up my mouth, uh, when I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. In their mind, it's literally I have power in my words because of Jesus and the authority that I have in him. I am cutting down every stronghold of the enemy. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I'm, I'm speaking that out. So that is what's going on in their mind when they quote and sing those lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Now, the next part, uh, and I like what you said too, like I have the authority Jesus has given me. So they're acknowledging it's still Jesus yeah. that has given me this. But then the next part, when I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. That That's a little bit cheese. That's cheese ball. It's, it's a little cheese ball. It's a little dramatic. A little dramatic, a little overconfident maybe. Yeah. The miracles start breaking out. But even in that, and the person I was talking to on the phone was like, Miracles can look a lot of different ways, and so a miracle when you're singing that song could be thinking about a mir- a conversation that I had where it just the words I spoke broke through, praise the Lord, and changed this person's life. That's a miracle, is it not? Yeah, or the suicidal thoughts that I were having left because I spoke out against them. Like that's a miracle, <laughs> like from the Lord. These are all miracles from the Lord. Yeah. That, but He uses us, like. He uses us. We're his vessels. Well, so Alan's <laughs> going to address that in this final clip we're going to play. So hit that. You're doing a great job on playing the clips in order. Thank you. 
accurate. See, this song was great as long as it kept its focus on God, a God-centered gospel, God being undefeated, God being our champion, God being the one who conquered all, God being the one who got the victory. But as soon as it flipped and it put the focus on us, it turned into a man-centered gospel, a man-centered song. Yeah. Plug in that charger, Morgan. Um, so he just kind of brought it all home, and that's the last clip we're going to play of Alan, of his issues with the song. Oh, you want to check that, Morgan? See where where it's unplugged. Um, oh, well, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Hold on, guys. <laughs> See if uh, that works. Yes, it is. So he was just saying, and Morgan, you already alluded to this, but he's saying like it's the, the the biggest issue here is that it's nothing we do. It's all about God, and this song has turned in because of this bridge. It's turned into so much of us focus, and when we open our mouths, and when we have you know the miracles. I think. <laughs> Alan, I love you. But I think that he took that too far. Again, if they didn't have those lines that, like, Jesus has given me, then I'd be like, yeah, like, they really made this all about their own power and strength and stuff, and I wouldn't like that. Um, but they kept those lines in there, which makes me think, like, they're wanting to give credit to God for anything that happens through them. That is good. Again, hear me out. I think that second part of that was pretty cheesy. And, you know, every time I open up, miracles start breaking out. I'm like, oh, you know. It's a little dramatic. Like, I, I want miracles. I want to see the Lord move. I don't love the way that was worded. But mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I, here's kind of the last thing to wrap things up. I, I feel like something I've noticed with maybe people more in the reformed camp. Um, I, I have noticed this is they like I, what I would consider. Let me see how I wrote it. They, they go a little overboard. Again, this is my perspective on it's all God. It's all God. We are, we're, we're nothing, which we are like, we are nothing without God. So I, there is a place, but I feel like they go overboard in, taking almost all of the responsibility, all of the, it's all, I'm trying to even, how I would explain it. Um, it's like that we're wretched and there's nothing we can do. It's everything's completely absent from us. We are no part of the equation. I guess that would be my best way to say it. Like we are completely pulled out of the equation. If God wants to do it, he'll do it totally. It's him and his miraculous. And it's like, fair in this but don't take that too far because we are part of the equation god literally he uses us mm -hmm. he uses his creation mm -hmm. to do things and get things done in the world so yeah. i feel like they go a little too far with that and i so i would when alan just kind of wrapped it up there his biggest problems with the song i don't know that i agree with that totally agreed agreed god uses us we have a responsibility Alan might say, oh, I totally agree with that, but I just still feel like I've been he hearing it a little bit, in my opinion, overdone. And that, mm -hmm. in my, that one respect, guys, we want to hear from you, though. Morgan and I, I think we're f our final assessment is 
Oh, fair enough if you don't love the song, but I wouldn't feel good about writing this song off for all Christians. Do we play it in our house? Not really, no. Not anymore. I listened to some of it to get ready for this video, <laughs> and I was enjoying it. <laughs> he was enjoying it a little too much. But we have, as we already kind of alluded to, we pulled back. We pulled back from a lot of these popular worship collectives, and we've gotten more choosy. A couple of the ones that we've been listening to. City of Light. City of Light has probably been our biggest one that we've yeah. just been listening to the most. And I feel like they're a little, just doctrinally, they're playing it safe and they're not going after so much of the big buildups and the emotional appeal. Yes. All right. Comment below. Where are you guys at with this particular song? Um, Champion by Bethel featuring, I think the most popular version is Dante Bo singing it. Also, just let us know where you're at on your worship journey and who you're listening to, what you've kind of distanced yourself from. Love to hear it. Keep the combo going. All right, guys. Love you all. We'll be right back for those in the live stream. Everyone, have hope. Be free. Hey, guys. As you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals, which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do this without you all. If you believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, click the link below or just go to patreon.com slash Show.